Hi, this is Sean Pike with Rights to Water Engineering Incorporated. We are solving diverters' headaches to provide peace of mind and help stay out of trouble. This podcast comes from my blog at allwaterrights.com. Although it is not identical, you'll hear some extemporaneous content that I just thought of as I talk. So I'll throw some stuff in here as I go. So today we're talking about specifying your riparian water right in your deed. Now, do you have a riparian right yourself? That means does your property border a natural stream or does it cross through your property? If you're insurer, then read the best explanation that I've ever seen uh, in plain language, easy to read English, not legalese, under a document called Riparian Rules by Chuck Rich, who was the premier water expert in California until he retired a few years ago. So <clears throat> to know why you should put your riparian right in your deed, do something now, which has no effect uh, immediately, you have to ask the question, what can destroy your riparian water right? <clears throat> so if you split a property such that you end up with parcels from the original parcel, but new parcels that no longer border the stream, that, if you don't make any provision ahead of time, automatically destroys the riparian right of those disconnected parcels. A superior court decree, <clears throat> while it does not take away riparian rights, can restrict how much and when that riparian water right can be used during irrigation season. A stream can move through the process of erosion so that a property no longer touches the stream. How much movement is enough? Well, it depends. If the movement's gradual a little bit each year and the diversion remains active, then the riparian water right is probably secure. If a stream suddenly moves so that it cuts through the property on the other side, and now there is a piece of that other property owned by somebody that's not you, that's between your parcel and the stream, this avulsion, as that's called, cutting off that property, could very well remove a riparian water right. The water right would only be definitely lost through some action of the water board, state superior court, or federal court. Or a person or agency can take, can purchase, or condemn a piece of property along the stream bank. A person might try and succeed in getting part of your property through adverse possession. So always pay your taxes and notify anyone who leases or regularly accesses your property that you retain full ownership, which is a good idea whether you're talking about water rights or anything else. An agency might take it to build a levee, which would be between you and the stream, or create a corridor of riparian habitat. In either case, your parcel would be severed from the stream, and so the riparian water right would be lost. Now. That's how you can lose your riparian right. How can you protect your riparian water right um, if you're going to subdivide your land? So know the law. I would, if I had a riparian right, and actually my wife does, uh, would print out Chuck's ex explanation and read it every few years so that you're familiar with the law. And then put that riparian right in your property deed. And how should that be done? The best way would be to get the help of an experienced water rights attorney who has written riparian water right 
provisions for property in the past. There are some of these attorneys, and they can be hard to find, but there are water rights attorneys with this expertise. Make sure you get a good water rights attorney. Uh, the second thing you can do is put it in plain English in your deed yourself what you want to do and what kind of things might you include. State that the property has a riparian water right, name the stream, and describe the diversion point if you have diverted it. Uh, describe the place of use and the purpose of use. Include an assessor parcel map of your parcels. If possible, include photographs. State that this riparian water right is retained even if the stream moves gradually or suddenly away from your parcel. And then state that it is your intent, and it will be the intent of you, your heirs, or any other purchaser to retain the riparian water rights for any subdivided parcel, whether adjacent to the stream or not. Now, just a quick review on riparian water rights. They don't go away because they're not used. And if you have never used your riparian right, it still exists because it comes from the California State Constitution. So it's a valuable thing to have and to hang on to for subdivided parcels, even if it's not been used before. So if you have a parcel that was severed in the past, but that parcel has used the same diversion point continuously from the time before the subdivision, state in your deed that the intent at the time of the subdivision was to retain riparian water rights for your parcel, and that you have continued to divert under riparian right of claim, and that you do have a riparian water right. That's not as strong a strategy as doing all this in a deed before you ever subdivide property in the first place, um, but it may work. So thank you for listening in today. Your time is valuable, and I'll continue to make these episodes as relevant as I can so that your time is well spent with me. If you want to reach me, call 530-526-0134 or email me at rights2waterenG1 at gmail.com. If I am talking too fast to write that down, and I probably am, just go to my site, allwaterrights.com. That's A-L-L-W-A-T-E-R-R-I-G-H-T-S dot com, all one word, and my contact information is there. Thank you.